The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. But I'm going to get your desire up. Because as long as we can't fire up your desire, you just let them keep going. And the next thing you know, we be in here praying all night long, trying to get the laws changed when you could have been the one making the law. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, you can substitute the Word of God where you have faith because the Word of God brings faith. So I could say, for we walk by the Word of God and not by our sight or our natural senses. So for you to have victory in this earth, in Christ, you're going to have to walk by the word of God and not by what you feel. Okay. The Bible says over in second Corinthians chapter four, four, Satan is the God of this world, meaning that sense world of which he has deceived the whole world. That's what it says uh, over in Revelation chapter 12. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. You have to say that because some people are ashamed of it. They, oh, they'll shout when they're in here. Getting in the face of some of them unbelieving relatives. They just fold like an old coat. Uh, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So not only are we going to walk by faith, said the just shall do what? live by faith. All right, let's look at John chapter five, verse one. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is by Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. Now five is the number of grace. And we're going to talk a little bit about grace knowledge tonight again. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folks. Now that's not important. That's impotent. These are sick people of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Now they're waiting for something that they can see with their natural eyes and confirm with their natural senses. So they're waiting for the moving of the water. Next verse. For an angel went down in a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first after troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Don't make any difference what you got. If you step in this water when that angel stirs it up and you're the first one that steps in there kind of sound like the lottery, doesn't it? You're the first one that steps in there, then you're going to get totally healed in this pool. 
and a certain man was there. Now, you don't know when the angel may come. The angel may come tomorrow, may come next Christmas, but they're around the pool waiting. See, faith doesn't wait because faith is always, it's always now. See, faith tells time what to do. Are you following what I'm saying? Next. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity how many years? 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been a long time in that case, he said unto him, will thou be made whole? Now he's crossing over all these people that are down by this pool getting to this man. See? And I'm saying God will cross over 15 million people to get to you if you got some faith. Say amen to that. The impotent man answered him and said, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I am coming, another step it down before me. And Jesus said unto him, rise. That's what we named our prison program. Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was what? The Sabbath. Now, we're not going to read any further, but if you read further, you'll see that the religious leaders came in on him. What are you doing carrying that bed on the Sabbath? Now, it said a certain man, so that means all the leaders knew this man. Yet, here's this man getting a miracle from God, and they want him to give it up. Why? Because Jesus, being radical, was, was, was invading their religious uh, clubs that they had built up based on ego. And he was invading that and I'm telling they're trying to find him and kill him. All right, let's go back to that last scripture again. And let's back up two more scriptures, please. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had a long time been in that case. He said to the man, would you like or will thou be made whole? Now, the reason why I'm re reading this is because before God can do anything for you through faith, he's going to have to light the fire of desire. See, this desire thing, one man, T.L. Osborne said, faith is desire turned heavenward. A lot of people don't have a desire. They don't have a desire to be rich. Because somebody told them, 
Rich is wrong. And, and the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9, why Jesus came. It says that, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might be what? Rich. And I'm telling you, they, they'll get mad at rich folks for being rich. Instead of letting the scripture be their standard for living. Man, I don't want that because I don't want people to think if I drive that or if I live that and so forth and so on. Now, rich folk don't have any problem with being rich. I'm talking about rich, unsaved. They don't have any problem with it. I'm saying here that why don't I let the Bible tell me what's right? Why, why do I have to not appreciate what Jesus died to provide? One man said it like this. I like this. He said, without wealth, your redemption is not complete. Because God promised you, you're redeemed from poverty, come on, sickness and death. And watch this. There is no middle class. There is no middle class, not in the kingdom. God does not have bungalows in heaven. Read the Bible in Genesis, uh, John chapter 14. Only thing he has is mansions. Well, I don't think I want to go. Well, say, just stay here. I'm going. But he told me I can live now like I'm already there. When I get to heaven, I'm going to be saved. And I can be saved now. When I get to heaven, I'm going to be healed. And I can be healed. When I get to heaven, uh oh, this is where we're going now. I'm going to have a mansion. Well, you see what I'm saying? The desire, of the fire of desire is not lit. And desire doesn't mean I could take it or leave it. That's not desire. Desire means I want it. Watch this. And I want it now. If you look at desire, a good way to characterize desire is a drug addict. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a drug addict. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this drug addict 
when, when it's time for him to, to, or to have a fix, what, what, what happens? They ain't going to do without it. They're going to find it somewhere to settle that thing that they desire. And I'm just saying before Jesus could do anything with this man, he had to wake up a desire inside of him because some people have been broke so long to broke just don't bother them no more. But it, it's, I don't think it's doing, I, I don't think it's representing heaven and our father when we refuse or we settle in our hearts, I can do without that. It, it's, it's not about you. Let me, let me, let me, let's, let's go, go to a couple of scriptures here. No, I'm, I'm, I, I see now I'm going to have to do some preaching here and teaching. What's happening now is billionaires are taking over most positions of control and prominence and leadership. Now just stay with me now. I'm just watching this. Now, some people mad at billionaires. I'm not mad at them. Okay, okay, because I know if there's anything fishy going on, the devil is behind it. They don't know what they're doing. Because the billionaires are running Hollywood. The billionaire, I'm talking about entertainment. The billionaires own all the sports leagues. The billionaire, I'm just, I'm just letting you know something if you can open your eyes. You see, the Bible says over in Numbers 33 that if you let the devil and go on with what you're supposed to be possessing and you don't stop him, it says here in Numbers chapter 33, and verse 55, that if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be what? Pricks in your eyes. Keep, keep going. Thorns in your sides and shall what? Vex you with all that stuff they put in the movies, and on TV and in your kids' books and in the, in, the, in, the, in the elementary school grade, they're going to vex you. And the reason why is because redemption is not complete without divine provision. Now you go over here to the book of Exodus and look at Exodus chapter 3 and verse 19. And I'm telling you in the church, there should be millionaires and billionaires. Say amen. You leave it with them and they're going to publish some stuff. Now, I'm not talking about people. Understand, I love people. I'm not talking about them. I'm saying what's leading them. 
because if they don't know Christ, then Satan is their daddy. And the Bible said they don't even know what they're doing. They think they're doing right. But in Proverbs 14, he says, I think it's verse 12, there's a way that seems right to a man, but what? The end of that way is death. That if the church doesn't wake up and take its place in terms of the head and not the tail, then the Bible says over in Psalm chapter 82 that we will, you'll die like any other man. And that ain't going to happen. Jesus is coming back for a church that is in control. Glory to God. Look, Look what it says here. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Watch this next verse. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall come to pass that when you go, you will not go broke. See, part of your deliverance is the fact that you are not going to be broke. He's delivering them from Egypt. You got delivered from Satan's bondage and coming out, God is saying, wait a minute, it's not complete if you don't have some money. Now I'm going to talk about this. I don't care what you think about it, but I'm going to get your desire up because as long as we can't fire up your desire, you just let them keep going. And the next thing you know, we be in here praying blah, 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 all night long, trying to get the laws changed when you could have been the one making the law. I'm telling you, Satan is trying to put somebody in office. He's trying to put somebody over sports. He's trying to, I was so glad to see KC win because the, the, the owner of KC I mean, he's such a believer. He doesn't mind telling you what he is. He has this thing where he has set up when they go play games, he will rent out a facility for all the Christians who want to go to church before they have the game. That's kingdom. So it's all right to be a billionaire. You can rent out places for people to have church. See, I'm not, put the next scripture up there, please. I'm not talking about just getting some chump change because you had that and that didn't get you nowhere. See, the devil will keep you, it's like you're treading water. You ever tread water when you go swimming? Well, if you haven't, go swimming and learn to tread water. You got to keep your nose, what? Above the water. See, Satan gives you just enough leeway to keep your what? Nose above water because he got to keep you working. If you stop working, it'll break his system. But he can't let you get too much because you'll get get like you think you're the boss. But we're not 
going to just take the wealth. We're going to break the house. Look what it says here. Put it up there again. He says, but every woman shall borrow of the neighbor and of her that sojourn in her house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and what? Raiment. And shall what? Put them on your sons and your daughter, upon your daughters. And shall what? Spoil the Egyptians. What does the word spoil mean? It means to strip them. Have you ever seen a plucked chicken? Let me come over here. Have you ever seen a chicken plucked? I know some of y'all, I, I brought up in Chicago. They, okay. Uh, the way we used to pluck chickens, my grandmother would catch them and she'd, she'd do this and wring their neck and then they'd die. And then she'd take them and put them in hot water. And then once you put them in hot water, it'll make it so the feathers will come out easy. How, how many over here has even eaten chicken before? Hey, this, this, this thing, this thing, I'm, in, I'm getting some doubt. <laughs> now, my point to you is, is that this, this spoil means don't leave them with anything. Now, you just can't go out and take a gun and put a, my name is Jimmy, I'll take all your gimme. That is not the way you're going to take it. <clears throat> you're going to use the faith of God and the violent take it by force. Now, how is he going to use you to do that? He might give you an invention. He might, it's a lot of ways God can do it. But you're going to have to first get a revelation that it belongs to you. It does not belong to the world. Satan stole it from Adam. And he's distributed among his people. And now he's trying to put up uh, uh, reservoirs that will actually be able to control large portions of the wealth. I don't know what the numbers are, but it's something like less than 5% of the world, of, of the people, own 90% of the wealth. That's because Satan's trying to keep it among a few. But you're coming to town. Now, believe me, it's not coming into your hands just so you can buy 15,000 Cadillacs. The main reason it's coming into your hands is because he promised it to Abraham. And the second reason is he needs it for you to finish or establish his righteous cause. That means you're going to be building the kingdom with it. Say amen to that. And you 
to take on from this night a no-budget anointing. Well, I trust that you were blessed by today's message. Now, we're on this topic, radical faith. Now, when you say radical faith, you're talking about the kind of faith that'll change economic conditions, social conditions, political conditions. Everything must change when radical faith comes in. Now, here's a point from today's message you want to remember. Before God can do anything for you through faith, he must get the desire in you. Glory to God. Before God can do anything for you through faith, he must get the desire in you. In other words, we've got to have a desire for what God has for us before we can actually receive it. One man said it like this. He said, no pain, no gain. <laughs> I don't like to say that much, but here's the deal. Some people don't move until there's enough pain to make them move. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Some things just got bad and, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden I'm crying out. Well, it's called radical faith. Here's the CD for it, the CD pack for it. It's a powerful set of teachings. Now, I did a teaching on our, uh, we have, every year we have a faith refresher. And this was a faith refresher. And, and I'm telling you, people just enjoyed it. I mean, I could see people's faith grow as they listened to this series. So you want to get this. It is powerful. It's called radical faith. Praise God. Well, Bill Winston saying here, until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. Today's series, Radical Faith, is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 800-711-9327 or go online at billwinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or go online at billwinston.ca. One thing that we can learn from these unprecedented times is that we as believers must use our faith now more than ever. God has an amazing life for you that only faith can fulfill, despite the chaos in the world today. In this series, Dr. Winston teaches you how to build your faith for new levels of radical living and to change this world for the kingdom. You were created for such a time as this, and radical times call for radical faith. Get this must-have series today. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. 
This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry Partners and Friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry Partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.